1 Thessalonians chapter number 4. Amen. But I will not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, somebody say, for if we believe, and we do believe that, amen, we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. That ought to be something to shout about right there. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself, somebody say, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with the shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Amen. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, we're going to be comforted tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Look at somebody around you and tell, tell two people, say, I'm going to be living like I'm leaving. Amen. I'm going to be living like I'm leaving in 2021. Amen. Hallelujah. If you're going to help me preach, come on, just put your hands together and help me. Amen. You don't have to be seated. I'm, I'm going to stand up. Amen. Come on, I know that we're just getting out of the holiday season out of the Christmas season, people still have festivities and uh, the season in their mind. They still got a few days of holidays, holidays left, and that's a good thing. I'm all for celebrations. I'm all for celebrating the joy of the season, the reason for the season, Jesus Christ. But as I was praying and I was just here just studying yesterday, trying to get the mind of the Lord, I just felt impressed of the Lord, of the Holy Ghost yesterday, that, 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 that while we are celebrating the first coming of Jesus, we need to be preparing for the second coming of Jesus. Come on, somebody. We don't need to get so caught up in the Christmas season that we forget about that we are living in the last days and that it's not going to be very long and the trumpet's going to sound. Come on, and the church of God is going to be raptured away from here. Come on, somebody. Are you still excited? Does it still do something to you when you think about going over to the streets of gold? Come on, does it still do something to you when you think about one moment you're going to be tolling and laboring here and the next moment Come on, you're going to be standing in the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Come on, that ought to do something for some Holy Ghost filled people tonight. Come on, that ought to do something for some people in this house tonight. This is the hour when the church needs to be keeping the rapture of the church and the second coming close to their mind. Come on, church family, we are seeing the signs of the time all around us. Come on, it's going on all around us. Wars, rumors of war. Wars, earthquakes, famines, earthquakes in various and pestilence, earthquakes in diverse places. Everywhere you look, you see scriptures and prophet, the prophetic being fulfilled. The nations and the armies of the world encamping round about to the nation of Israel. We see prophecy unfolding before us. The scripture says, when you see they, when they cry safety and peace, then sudden destruction cometh as travail upon a woman with child. Let me tell you something. Every time you see them starting making peace treaties in the Middle East. 
feast and they start boxing out the children of Israel telling them they can't have that land that God gave them to it let me tell you something that's prophecy being fulfilled I didn't come to preach the day or the hour to anyone because the Lord could tarry his coming I'm there and every time somebody makes a prediction come on they turn out to be a false prophet but the, the key to it all is having your mind made up that no matter when it happens that you're going to be right there come on that you're going to be ready come on the Lord doesn't want a lukewarm church the Lord doesn't want a church that's cold and indifferent come on you're not going to have 30 minutes you're not going to have an hour to go and get your mind right and to get your spirit right and to get your heart right and forgive everybody that you're holding those grudges against but God said in the moment in the twinkling of an eye it's going to happen it's going to unfold one moment we're going to be walking. The scripture says two are going to be walking up a hill. One's going to be left and one's going to be taken. Two are going to be grinding at the mill. One's going to be left and one's going to be taken. Come on, it's going to be the catalyst. The rapture of the church is going to be the catalyst for the Antichrist to step in and say, hey, I've got an answer. When the spirit of the Lord is withdrawn from the earth, when the saints of the most high God are gone, it's going to be the catalyst for the one world government, for the Antichrist to step on the scene but the church has to be ready to go at moments notice come on we gotta live like we're leaving come on we gotta be living like we're leaving come on is anybody with me put your hands together and help me tonight hallelujah hallelujah it's no time to be playing games with God take a break from living for God I had a pastor of mine, a friend, a pastor friend of mine, relay a story to me. He said he had some people. The word came. Had some people. So I'm going on taking a little vacation, Pastor. He said, Yeah. I said, Oh yeah. He said, Yeah. Where are you going? Well, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to stay home for a few weeks. Just going to stay home from church for a few weeks. Just take a little break, you know. I'd hate to be living like that whenever the Lord came back. Y'all thinking about that, ain't you? I'd hate to be living like that when the Lord came back. I said, oh, I shouldn't have never let you sit down. Look at you. Look at you. Y'all done got comfortable already. The mitts are out. Ain't they, Melody? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You holding an empty box of mitts? Somebody look at your neighbor and ask him, say, are you rapture ready? Come on. Are you living like you're going to be leaving? Come on, if the Lord was to come back right now. Come on, I want you to blink your eye right now and just say, and that, that's how fast it's going to be, the scripture says, in a moment. Come on, it's going to be a moment like no other moment. In a moment in the twinkling of an eye. Come on, the scripture says, the dead in Christ are going to begin to rise first. Then we which are alive and remain are going to be caught up together to meet with the Lord in the air. Come on, when that trumpet sounds, there's not going to be time to run back and to get your brothers or to get your sisters or to find your mama and your find your daddy but it's going to be your time your moment is going to come come on you have to be ready you have to live every moment like that moment is imminent because one of these days it's going to happen 
Come on, we don't preach about the rapture anymore. We don't preach about hell much. We don't preach about heaven much. Come on, we need to understand that the fear of going to hell and the prize of getting to make it to heaven and seeing the glory of the Lord, seeing Him face to face is what gives us the strength to press on. It gives us the strength to march to march on, to soldier on, to keep on going. Come on, I'm preaching to somebody tonight. I, I want you to be ready to come living like you're ready to leave hallelujah hallelujah come on a rapture ready church is a church that's committed to evangelism Come on, can I get an amen from somebody? Come on, a rapture-ready church is committed to prayer. Come on, a rapture-ready church is committed to giving. Amen. Can I get some? Can I just get four or five people to help me tonight? I just need a few people to help me. They said, hey, I'm with you, Pastor. I'm behind you, Pastor. Come on. A rapture-ready church is a church that's committed to living righteous and living holy. Come on, a rapture-ready church is committed to unity. Amen. A rapture-ready church is committed to the Word of God. Come on, a rapture-ready church is committed to praise and worship. Come on, nothing can get you into the presence of the Lord like praise and worship. Nothing can usher in, usher you into His presence like lifting your hands and lifting your voice and giving the Lord a shout of praise. Come on, why don't we just do it for just a few moments? Come on, if you're able, why don't you just begin to give the Lord a hand clap or why don't you just begin to lift your voice voice unto him. Why don't you just begin to give him away right now? Hallelujah. 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 Come on, if you're going to be rapture ready, you're going to have to live with it on your mind. You're going to have to live with it in your spirit. You're going to have to be rapture conscious. Somebody say you need to be rapture conscious. Look at somebody around you. Say you need to be rapture conscious. Hallelujah. Every once in a while, Brother Rick, I'm, I thought, Brother Rick, I thought about you just when I was, I was, I was talking, I was writing this down yesterday. I bet every once in a while when you're on top of one of those windmills, you get to thinking about the Lord coming back, don't you? Every time, don't you? I would. Oh, Lord, help me, Jesus. I got to be on top of this windmill up here. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. We have to live with a rapture consciousness in our spirit. Come on, when you get up in the morning, you ought to, it ought to not be a day that goes by that you don't think about this could be the day. Come on, am I, this could be the hour. Come on, I might not get to see, Lord, my children ever again. I might not get to see them on this side. Lord, I might not, but, I'm on, but, I'm, but this could be the day that it could happen. This could be the day. Come on, when we could go to meet our loved ones and go on to see the saints that are gone before. Come on, I'm preaching to somebody in 2021 we don't need to just go about business as usual but we need to let a rapture consciousness grip our spirit where we're ready to go where we're living like we're leaving come on can I just preach for a little while to somebody tonight come on can you stand some preaching tonight Come on, a rapture ready. Saint of God doesn't have to constantly be to be preached to about separation and holiness. 
Come on, a rapture-ready child, saint of God. And church doesn't constantly be reminded, have to constantly be reminded about holiness and righteousness. Come on, a rapture-ready child of God doesn't have to have the preacher get up and read a list of do and don'ts every week but to keep you in line because there's something on the inside of you that says the journey is too great for me to miss it. Come on, I've only got one shot at this. I've only got one opportunity at this. And I cannot miss my chance to make it. Come on, somebody help me. Come on, put your hands together. Help me. If you're living like you're leaving, that means keeping your lamp trimmed and burning. That means keeping some oil in your lamp. That means staying prayed up. Staying ready to go. Still ready for the bridegroom to come back at any moment. Matthew chapter 25 tells us the parable of the foolish virgins. Five wise, five foolish. The foolish virgins. They kept their, they burned all of their oil. They let their oil burn completely out of their lamp. They were in a state of unreadiness whenever the cry went forward. God was trying to, he was giving some examples to the, to the disciples. He said, you need to try to relay this to people as best you can. That you have to stay in a state of readiness if you're going to make it. Because one of these days, and it's going to be an hour and a day when you don't think it's going to happen. When you think not, it's going to happen. And at the moment in the twinkling, of an eye the rapture is going to sound planes are going to begin to fall out of the sky automobiles are going to be driverless crashing all over the freeway people are going to be standing in line at the supermarket and the cashier is going to be gone come on they're going to be waiting on their doctor and all of a sudden there's not going to be any doctor there come on to wait on them it's going to be a day like no other and we don't want to miss it church family come on we got to be rapture ready we got to be living like we're leaving It ought to be something that gets inside of your spirit. When you look up in the eastern sky, you say, this could be the day. This could be the hour. This could be the moment. Today could be the day. Mighty God. Mighty God. Sweet Jesus. Living like you're leaving means being rapture ready. It'll keep you on fire living on fire for God. Come on, it'll keep your heart right. Come on, if you'll get it in your spirit, if you'll start thinking about the rapture every day, it'll keep you prayed through. Amen. You don't have to tell a rapture-ready child of God to quit gossiping. Amen. You don't have to tell a rapture-ready child of God to quit fault-finding. Come on, you don't have to tell a rapture-ready child of God to quit bickering and fighting with one another. Come on, I wish somebody would help me preach. It's getting quiet in here tonight. Come on, it's getting a little quiet in here. Living like you're leaving is more than just a clever words to a song that we sing. It's about a lifestyle. It's about an attitude. It's about a perspective change. Come on, I'm not making all of my plans for tomorrow's here on this earth. I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket. Come on, then somewhere in the back of my mind, it's always right there. Lord, this could be the day when you could come back. Lord, we wouldn't have to worry about all the junk that's going on in the world world outside mighty God if you ever lose it 
Come on. If you ever lose it, you need to go back and find it. If you ever lose that edge, if you ever lose that enthusiasm, that desire, that passion, that hunger to make it to the rapture, Come on, you need to go back and find yourself an altar. And you need to revisit that place time and time again until the hunger gets rebuilt in your spirit once again. Mighty God. When, you're, when your mind's on the rapture, nobody has to tell you to pray. Come on. Come on, somebody. When your mind's on the rapture, nobody has to tell you to fast. Nobody has to remind you that it's church night. Come on. That it's not time to go to the lake. Come on, or go to the mall. Or go to the deer camp. Amen. Or go to the ball field. Can I get an amen? Come on, when you're rapture ready, when you're living like you're leaving, nobody has to remind you to keep your perspectives in the right place. Come on, I don't have a problem with any of those things if they're kept in proper context. But I do have a problem with people letting things of this world get in their spirit and get in their mind where they begin to take the place of the things of God in their life. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. I, have a, I don't have a problem with anything, there's, but there's not a bass big enough in the lake to make me want to miss heaven for it. There's not a deer in the woods that's big enough to make me want to miss heaven over it. Come on, somebody. I'm talking about living like we're leaving, keeping our minds and hearts and lives in the proper perspective. Hallelujah. I'm preaching to somebody tonight. You maybe have got a little bit cold and indifferent, but you can leave this place tonight with a renewed perspective with a renewed heart, with a renewed mind, with a renewed spirit, by, leave, by saying, hey, I'm going to leave this place, and I'm, tomorrow I'm going to be living like I'm leaving. Amen. If we had our minds on the rapture, about 95% of the problems that pastors face and deal with would be taken care of. But sadly, the church has become worldly. I ask you if you could stand a little bit of preaching tonight. But sadly enough, the church has become cold. But sadly enough, the church has become indifferent. Mighty God. Oh, it's not a mystery. The book of Revelations tells us that in the last days, the church is going to see it all take place. It's going to be a worldly church that Laodicea is going to try to creep in that the church is going to be rich and affluent, in need of nothing, comfortable. Proverbs chapter 23 and 7 says, For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. you got to get your perspective right, church family. Come on, hey church, whatever you allow to fill your minds, church family, that's what you will become. But if you keep leaving on your mind, if you keep being ready for the rapture in your spirit, come on, you will be ready to go when the rapture happens. Come on, I'm not trying to beat you up tonight, but if you'll just keep a rapture ready, a rapture consciousness about you, come on, you'll be ready to go whenever the rapture takes place. 
Mighty God. We used to sing songs about the rapture. About the coming, the second coming. When the redeemed are gathered in. Washed like snow and free from all sin. <laughs> now we sing songs about how, about us. It benefits us. Look at the way the flowers bloom. I want you to show me your glory, Lord. Your beauty, Lord. That's all well and good. Where's the conviction in that? When the saints go marching in. Oh, when the saints go marching in. Oh, Lord, I want to be in that number. When the saints go marching in. Does anybody want to be in the number? Is anybody still ready to go? Does anybody, can you still get excited about streets of gold, walls of jasper and gates of pearl? Come on, can you still get excited about leaving, getting ready to go? Hallelujah. When my time comes to go, when my time comes to go, I'm not much of a singer. I'm going to lay my head on Jesus' breast when my time comes to go. When my time comes to go. You know how they used to sing those songs like that? It's so when you came to church on Wednesday night, Brother Joe, and you had a bad week, all of a sudden they could put the prize back out in front of you again and say, hey, if I could just march on just a little longer. Come on, if I can just persevere just a little bit longer. Come on, if I can just make it till that day, everything's going to be all right. Come on, we got to be living like we're leaving church family. Mighty God. Mighty God. Come on, rapture-ready people don't have to be cheered on like you're at a pep rally. Come on, it's not the praise team and the musicians or the pastors place to cheer you on like you're at a pep rally. Come on, this is the joy that we find, this joy that we have, this power, this purpose, this promise is going to get us to heaven one of these days. Come on, nobody's... If you're going to have to be begged to live for God, then you're going, this is the wrong place for you to be. Brother Jeremy's not a beggar. I'm not going to beg you to live for God. I'm not going to beg you to come to church. I'm not going to beg you to live right. Come on, this is the greatest opportunity in the world. And if you want to make it to heaven, that's this is the great place to do that. But I'm not going to beg you to make it to heaven. There's a whole world that's going to hell out there. Hallelujah. Come on, rapture ready people don't have to be begged to come to the I prayer room. Hallelujah. I'm not quite through yet. I Hallelujah. I got some preaching to come do. Come on, preach it. Hallelujah. I'm glad y'all were up here. This makes me preach faster. Amen. Come on, rapture ready people don't have to be begged to give an offering and pleaded with to live holy and separate lifestyles. Yeah. Come on, when you got leaving on your mind. It motivates you to live right. Come on, I'm trying to shake somebody tonight. 
Come on, I'm trying to just shake you out of your complacency and out of your indifference. We got to be living like we're leaving. Mighty God. We got to get our minds right. Look at your neighbor and say, get your mind right. If you're going to make it to heaven, you got to get your mind right. You got to have leaving on your mind. You got to have leaving. You got to be rapture ready. Come on, if you got the rapture on your mind, you don't have to be, you're not going to be tempted to cuss people out at work. Come on, you're not going to be tempted to stop and get that six pack on the way home. If you got going to heaven on your mind, if you got leaving on your mind, my Lord, it'll fix about 99% of everything that the church, if you'll get a mindset that says, I gotta be ready. My Lord, you can't have a grudge and a spirit and an attitude that holds something over everybody that you ever have come in contact with its head and make it to heaven. My Lord. 2020 has been a year that has scattered the flock. It's gotten people's minds and hearts filled with so many things. Filled with fear, filled with ungodly things. But if you're living for like you're leaving, if you've got a rapture consciousness, come on, you can't live in fear of what this world has to offer you, what this world's going to do to you. It's a sure, come on, it's a shortcut to glory when a saint of the Most High God dies in the faith. This world can't hold you back. This world can't stop you. Listen to me. If you're living like you're leaving, there is no fear that the enemy can bring against you. That can paralyze you, cripple you, and cause your walk with God to fall apart. I wish somebody would just let the Holy Ghost begin to shake you right now. Come on. Just why don't you just begin to lift your hands and your voices right now. Come on, we need to get our minds back on walls of jasper and streets of gold. Come on, we need to get our minds out of the muck and the mire of this world and get our thoughts back on heavenly places. Come on, we can't live in fear of coronavirus and be rapture ready at the same time. Come on, the devil cannot kill you unless God is ready for you to go. Amen? Come on, and then when God gets ready for you, there's nothing that could keep you here anyway. Can I get an amen from somebody? Hallelujah. Pastor, how do you know this is going to be the last generation? I didn't say this was going to be the last generation. I said the signs of the time are all around us. I can tell you one thing for sure. It's going to be your last generation. Hello? Hello? That's it's so going to be your last generation. That's so true. If you're living rapture ready... That means when you die in the faith, you're ready to go in the rapture. So either way, whether by way of grave or the rapture, if you live in rapture ready, 
you got it covered. And the dead in Christ are going to rise first. <laughs> Come on, somebody, on that great getting up morning. Mighty God, when the dead in Christ begin to rise first. Mighty God, we got to get our minds right tonight. The body God. I don't know if this is the last generation if we'll be alive to see if we'll still be alive. The Lord can tarry His coming. He can tarry a day or two. A thousand years of man's day. He can tarry a day or two if He decides. But I want to be ready to go. Oh, we've got a greater, we've got something greater than just here and now to think about. We've got the next generation to put this hope into. Come on, I got three little ones right there that need to know that there's a hope. There's a greater day coming. Come on, if it doesn't happen in my day, in my lifetime, and I get old and gray, come on, and I got Sydney and Olivia and Neil, and they got grandbabies coming along. Come on, I'm still going to be preaching. Come on, this one of these days, and it's not going to be long. Come on, the rapture of the church. God is going to call his bride home. Just Melissa, one of these days, the Lord tarries that it might be Trevor's generation. But we've got to we've got to pass it on to them. You see, if we lose hope, if this generation quits looking for the coming of the Lord, where will the next generation be? If we lose that hope, where will the next generation be? Come on, daddies, while you're teaching and training your children and everything else that you're doing, don't forget to tell them how to live for God. Come on, don't forget to instill that hope that one of these days the rapture's going to sound. Come on, and we're going to be called away from this earthly home to our heavenly mansions. Mighty God. Grandparents, don't let the opportunity that you have to influence your grandchildren be spent upon teaching them frivolous earthly things. While you're teaching them those earthly things, sure, it's important. Yeah, it means something to teach them how to work and teach them how to hunt and teach them how to fish, teach them how to be good citizens. All that's important. But don't forget to instill something in them. Oh, don't forget to put that glimmer of hope that's going to keep them alive. Living for God for generations and generations. Come on, don't forget to put a rapture consciousness in their spirit. Mighty God, I know y'all would like to run and shout, but the Holy Ghost is talking to somebody right now. Come on, I may not ever see it coming. But while I got an opportunity, I want to say to my children, one of these days the Lord's going to come back. Cindy, one of these days the Lord's going to come back. The rapture of the church is going to happen. That trumpet's going to sound. He's going to step out on that eastern sky. What a day it's going to be. Ha! Satariyate.
Church, we got to be ready to go. Come on, we got to be living like we're leaving. Body God. We're about to start a new year. This is about to be a brand new year. 2021. It could be more of the same. But if we'll just make it up in our mind, hey, every day when I wake up and I say, Lord, this could be the day. Oh, Lord, this could be the day. Lord, is this the day, Holy One of Israel? God, I'm going to worship you. Little Joe, I'm going to live for you. But when you got that hope living inside of you, body God, Oh, Lord, have mercy. Come on, there's something that's trying to break into this place. Come on, there's something that's trying to interrupt your, come on, your little, your little, your little security zone right now. Come on, the Holy Ghost is trying to interrupt somebody's little Sunday night shout for just a moment. Come on, he's trying to get something deep down in your spirit. Come on, he needs you to reach down. Let something deep inside of you grab a hold of this and say, I've got to change my perspective. I'm not living for this world. I'm living for the next world. Body God. When those foolish virgins heard the cry of the bridegroom go forth, they scrambled. The parable that the was told, they scrambled and they looked and they searched. They tried to make bargains with those, but there was no time. The Lord doesn't want them to give us the day or the hour, church family. The Lord doesn't want us to get comfortable and complacent and get. He doesn't want to give us the day and the hour because it's human nature for the people of God to get comfortable and complacent. I'll just wait to the very last moment. If I can just have an hour, I'll get myself right. When the rapture of the church happens, People of God are gone from the earth. The Spirit of the Lord is lifted from the earth. Come on, there'll be a there'll, this parking lot will be full all the way to the highway. There'll be blood on the carpet for people crawling through broken glass to get to this altar. If I just had five more minutes in the presence of the King, I'd get my life right. I'd get my spirit ready. Let me tell you the good news tonight. We may not know the day or the hour, but you've got time to repent and to get your life right tonight. Come on, you may not have tomorrow or next week or next year. Come on, but you've got tonight to make your peace with God. Come on, am I preaching to somebody tonight? Come on, you've got tonight to get yourself ready. You've got right now. You've got this moment. You've got right now. 
to get yourself ready to go. All over the house, I want somebody to just make it. Stay. Why don't we tell you, well, why don't we just come down to this altar right now? Mighty God. Shatariyane. Shatariyane. Mighty God. I'm not saying you're lost. If you come down here, you're not living in sin and you're not ready to go. I'm not saying that. This is about unity. This is about unifying the body. I know if you're scared of, of coronavirus, I understand. I, we, we understand that. If, you, if you've got reasonable things to be afraid of a word, we understand all that. I'm not putting anybody on the spot. But the body of Christ has to change their perspective. Brother Wade was preaching about it last week, not in so many words, but he was saying a lot of the same things I'm saying. We've got to get a rapture consciousness in our spirit that says, hey, this could be the day. This could be the hour. I remember when I was a child, come, I would go through the house and couldn't find anyone. And it would terrify me because I thought the Lord had come back. But I'm a little bit convicted in my spirit because when my children look, get to looking for us and can't find us, they're not worried that the Lord had come, the Lord's come back yet. Have we lost as a church family? Have we lost our rapture consciousness? Are we still living like we're leaving? Mighty God, all over the house. I knew it was going to be heavy. I just didn't know what, how you were going to respond to this. I wish somebody would just stretch your hands out right now and begin to talk to the Lord all over the house. Right now, God, I don't want there to be anything in my mind. Lord, I don't want there to be anything in my heart. I don't want there to be anything in my spirit, Almighty God. Lord, if you were to come tomorrow, if you were to come tonight, Almighty God, Lord, if you were to come, Lord, while I lay my head down to sleep, and my time should come, Almighty God. God, I want to be living like I'm leaving, Lord. Lord, I want to be ready. I want my conscience, Lord, to be wrapped around, or to be settled, to be firmly wrapped around. Lord, that you could be coming back. I want my heart Let right. I want my spirit right. I want my mind right, mighty God. Come on, we're about to go into a new year, church family. Come on, I believe there's a, this is a perfect time for some men and women to make some fresh new consecrations. Come on, I'm not going to let 2021 beat me up and drag me down like 2020 did. Come on, I'm not going to let me let it pull me away from my relationship with God. I'm not going to let it destroy my prayer life. I'm not going to let it destroy my sanity. Come on, I'm going to keep my mind right. I'm going to keep living for Him. And going in the rapture on the forefront of my mind. Shataria. Shataria, Shataria. Come on, somebody just cry out. Come on, just why don't the church just travail? Come on. Some of you daughters of Zion, why don't you just travail a little bit? Come on, why don't you let a cry go forth? Come on, why don't you let a cry go forth? Come on, some of you young lines of Judah, some of you lines of the tribe of Judah. Come on, why don't you just let a cry go forth? Say, God, I want to be ready. God, I got to be ready.